I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Donner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. I want to start off today's episode with a message of gratitude. In order for me to get my dream guests, I need you to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast with what I would hope for five stars. That's what allows me the ability to attract more amazing guests and gets me ranked higher so my podcast can be heard. I just learned that I was in the top 3% of all podcasts globally. I just couldn't believe it. I was so excited. So please, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you would subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. If you send me a DM of your screenshot of your review, I will enter you into my contest. I am going to start where I'm giving the winner a $100 gift card of your choice. The challenge will end March 30th. So bring on the screenshots and the reviews. I would really appreciate it. I'm also creating more content besides my Raising Confidence course that I teach to kids, teens, and young adults. I have two additional courses I'm adding. One is a six-week program on Zoom in a group setting where you will learn how to manifest in every area of your life, and also a one-on-one 30-day course that will shift your life in every area to the next level. I want to teach you my secrets to creating a life of your dreams. You can find links in my show notes to the links for the three courses, where you can add your name to my waiting list so you won't miss out. I also am planning on having one guest speaker each month on Zoom so we can ask questions and learn more from my guests. In fact, if you want to sign up for Ellie Molina, she will be on our Zoom call March 7th at 3 o'clock. Pacific Standard Time. Please sign up in the link in the show notes or just DM me and I'll send you the link. Today's guest is Dave Klein. I listened to him on the Law of Attraction radio network with Jules Johnson. If you are a faithful listener, you have listened to my other episodes where I interview channels like Gary Temple Bodley, who channels Joshua, and David Strickle, who channels The Stream. When I listened to Dave, he was very unique. He wasn't channeling Jasper, he was speaking through his guide, who we all have, but maybe not have tapped into it yet like Dave has. The way I describe it, it's our inner voice, that voice you either listen to and take action on, or the one you ignore and wish after the fact that you did take action. I believe it's God speaking to you, or Jasper, like David calls his. The best way to hear that voice is when you get quiet and meditate. And listen to that voice that is always talking to you, but most of the time you ignore. I always love learning about my guests before I get to meet them, but David took my research to a new level. He really made me think and made me so curious to my voice that is inside me 
I am so excited to ask David so many questions that will help all of us find our Jasper. That is in each and every one of us. There is no exception. We all have one or maybe even more than one. It's so important to go within and meditate and quiet your mind. I know you will after you listen to David and his journey. Before we get started, let me give you a little background on David Klein. David Klein was born in the mountains of Western Pennsylvania and still lives in the state with his wife of over 40 years. Up until the age of 60, he lived a rather ordinary life until a series of past life regressions created an awakening that would change everything. Now David is writing a series of books about his unique spiritual journey to help others enhance their own spiritual lives. When he isn't busy writing, he enjoys spending time with his wife, traveling or watching their beloved Pittsburgh Pirates. So without further ado, please welcome David Klein to the show. Welcome, Hi, David. Ashley. Hi. Thanks, thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I know that everything happens at the right time. And I know that there's no coincidences. And That's right. My life, this really, you know, my life, when I look back after doing all my David Klein research and learning about Jasper, you know, I, I know I've always been in touch in, with something. I've never been able to define it or, you know, label it. Mm -hmm. But um, when I'm listening to you and doing all my research, you know, I feel like you're with me right now. And before we, I hit record, I told you I had goosebumps yeah. because I feel like I'm here. We're here at the right, uh, you're here for me for something. Right. And I need to tap into my Jasper. Right. Oh, so take this journey, take us on this journey because I know it didn't happen long ago. That's what's crazy. And that you've hit this place in your life at 60. Right? That's right. That's right. Actually, the magic date is December 18th, 2013, which is Intergalactic Jasper Day. He insists that it be called that, you know, to feed his ego. Oh, so we have a celebration every day, every year on December 18th. But uh, what happened with me was i had always had a passing interest in um, spirituality, different things. Um, Sylvia Brown, she's my mm -hmm. hero. You know, I was interested in her for a long time, read all her books and everything. But uh, I had an opportunity to do past life regressions, which I thought always would be just so cool to do. So I had an opportunity to do that. And I did that and um, did a few sessions, saw a few past lives. And then at the end of one session, Barb Rule, who is the person that helped me with the past life regressions, said, oh, there's an energy here, and I'm not real sure what it is. And uh, it turned out to be Jasper. And hmm. So since then, since that was, 20, that was in 2013, so it's been seven years. Huh. Would you have felt him, or was it her that picked it up? It, it could have gone without her saying anything, and you would have just been on your merry way? Probably. We both saw him at the same time. And then once you meet him, you can't ignore him. So um, apparently we had this planned as before I even came into this life, you know, we all do this. We all plan how we're going to either interact with our spirit guides or not interact with our spirit guides or be so closely in touch with them that you can see them and name them like this guy over my shoulder here. Mm -hmm. Or just sometimes people choose to have them as um, a guardian angel or intuition or 
you know, you can call them anything you want, but they're all the same thing. So for me being, you know, kind of pig headed, I'll admit it. <laughs> uh, I needed somebody that was going to be over the top and, you know, willing to smack me in the head to get my attention. And it's just grown and grown every year. It's grown bigger and bigger. And, you know, I wrote eight books about the whole experience. So um, I want it for everybody. You know, that was the purpose in writing the books was mm-hmm. so that people could have this for themselves. Right. You know, I think when you were saying you're, you create a life plan before you come on to this life and you do it together, you and him are like co-creating together before you start, you know, coming in here. Is that? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for people to understand. Um, and it was certainly hard for me to understand because it was easier for me to work with him as a separate entity, mm-hmm. but really they, your spirit guide is the part of you that stays on the other side while you incarnate here for this life. So actually they're just another part of you. I mean, he has a distinct personality and he has a face. I was lucky to get a face and a name and, but really he's just another part of me and, and everybody's spirit guide is that they're just another part of you. And so when you say 10% of who you are is your human part, and 90% is Jasper, is the, the spirit part, right. that voice? That's right. That's right. So imagine if you could tap into that, how much bigger everything in your life would be, your spiritual life. And, you know, this is what I'm learning all along, you know, how huge we are. Hmm. Because when, we're, when we leave here and go back to the other side, we become 100% of who we are, of what we are. And, the, you know, he calls it our puny human minds. Our puny human minds can't, right. can't take in. I mean, we can't, we can't even imagine what we are on the other side. So we just try to see little pieces of, of what it is through our spirit guides and let them help us, you know, make the most of what we can while we're here. So when you're back with together in heaven and or the other side, and you're coming up with your plan. And I, so Jasper's never been human, right? He's only been a spirit. Correct. He's always stays on the other side. And I, I sometimes say to him when he's, you know, being a little nasty to me, I will say, well, then how about next time you incarnate and I'll stay on the other side and make fun of you. Well, he doesn't like that idea. The part of you that comes here is the part of you that always comes here. And the part of you that stays on the other side always stays on the other side. But to look at it as a whole, right? Looking at it like just you're a whole when you're together. And then when you decide to come into a human being, that's just that 10% of that right. spirit, right? So I mean, I'm trying little, to visualize it here. It is. I know it's hard to understand. It really is. But yeah, this little piece of you, this 10% of you that comes here is connected to that 90% of you. It's just, you know, if you try to think of it this way, you know, and you're, in your day-to-day life, you have all kinds of personalities. You have a grumpy personality when you wake up and you have a pleasant personality relating to your clients or your customers or whoever. And then you have another personality that relates to your family. So when you're back together, all those personalities come together and you're, and you're that one person again. I mean, even here, you're still one person. You just have right. little differences in, in your day. Right. So that when you describe when you first heard Jasper's voice, it's not that you hear the voice. It's just him like, like kind of like an Abraham Hicks type of 
you know, with through um, Esther. It is. It is. Yeah. And they, he, yeah, you really don't hear a voice. You just, the thoughts are just there. And, and that's also hard to describe and understand, but the thoughts are just there. Um, they don't really have language on the other side because they don't need one because we're all right. just connected there. So, and I've gone through this and, and at times with him, he'll go through my head trying to find a word he likes or a word that express and, and other people tell you this too. And they just can't find the words because we don't have the words that they need to express what they're trying to express. So they do the best they can, you know, they pull out whatever words. And, and the reason that, you know, I love Abraham Hicks, you know, don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong, but I think he's sometimes he's really hard to understand because he's pulling the words out of Esther's vocabulary. Sometimes she just doesn't have the vocabulary that he needs to express exactly what he needs to express. And so when you talk about, Jasper being the spirit and never being human. And how do you describe like, so people that see, I have had mediums on this, on my show where, you know, they see the dead, this, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not the same thing. I know. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So my dad's passed away and Mm -hmm. he's, he, I still feel like I get messages from him and I'm still connected. I'll have dreams. And I know that he's with me. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's just a different, his own spirit and his spirit guide now are together. Right. <laughs> right. They're whole. Right. Because he's back with him. Right. Unless and he's he just, back for life. Unless, unless he's he back for back? another life. Okay. He may have. Actually, Jules and I talked about this last time. The difference, you, you can tell the difference because your dead people always want to talk about the past and what happened with you. But right. your spirit guides only want to talk about the future. You know, they don't care about the past. Right. So, you know, it can be a little hard to make that division in, in what you're hearing and what you're feeling, but the more connected you become, the, the easier it is. You know, right. I went through the first couple of years where it was very easy for me to talk to dead people, you know, and I talked to my mother, I mean, directly. Oh, you know, wow. I, and, you know, they would send messages for other people and, you know, but I kind of grew past that so that I could get more and connected more connected to what was going to happen instead of what had already happened. Right. Huh. You were more focused on your future. Is that what you mean? Right. And that's what Jasper focuses on the future. Because he has your plan and he knows what you're, you're here to do. Exactly. And he wants to me to fulfill as much as that plan as I can so that I don't have to do it again in the next life. Right. And so explain to me, the people that choose to get sick or, you know, cancer, murdered, you know, live in a starving nation, you know, all these people that choose these hard lives or end up leaving early and having these traumatic things. Why do they choose that? They choose that to experience that. And that's kind of simplistic, but that's the truth. If you choose to be, let's say, molested as a child or murdered, you choose that not only for you, but for the person that is doing the molesting or doing the murdering, you know, mm-hmm. there's so much love between you two on the other side that you're willing to come here and do that for them so wow. that they can experience that. And even though it's hard for us to say, well, I would never be a murderer. Maybe you weren't in a past life. You know, you don't know. Right. But, but it's hard for us to, 
the hardest thing for me was to see these people suffering and think, why can't I do something to help them? And the reason you can't do anything to help them is because they chose that life. Right. And they have to live out that life. And you see people in, I hate to say third world countries, but third world countries, you know, that maybe decided in this life they would see what it felt like to not have access to water or healthcare or food. You know, it's something you want to experience. We're all here to experience. It's a game, right? I love that. (laughs) That's right. It's a game. And we can't judge what other people come to experience, you know. So when I go back, would I choose if you've evolved as a hu- in your mind as a human and, you know, learned all your lessons and it, you did your life plan and you go back, you pass away and you reconnect with your Jasper, would you choose to experience like worse things or are you always wanting to go up? Like, am I going to next time maybe decide, oh, maybe I'll go back and get murdered? <laughs> What is that? How does that work? Yeah. yeah, you could choose that. It's entirely up to you. It's entirely free will. But most people don't. You know, people that choose to live in a third world country want to experience that. But then the next time they're ready to experience something else. It's all about having new experiences. And okay. I don't think I've ever had a life where I was so concerned with spirituality and being spiritually connected and having Jasper so present present in my life. So I think that's that's what I'm doing this life. Yeah. Okay. And you feel like you've had, like people have thousands of past lives. Oh, thousands, thousands, Thousands. you know, because I've seen how many of yours I did. I've seen about 12 of mine. And um, when I say, you know, in the past, when I would say, oh, well, I've seen 12 lives, Jasper would say, well, you've had thousands. You know, that's oh, just, okay. a, just a small sampling of huh. maybe something you wanted to look back on or think about or think about what you learned in that life so right. you don't have to do it again in this life. Okay. And then time, the time, like we're here, I always know that, that there is no time. Right. How do you describe that? Right. That's very, and that's another thing that is so hard to comprehend and to get into your head. But I just saw something on, uh, I think it was on Facebook today about scientists are really saying there's no such thing as time. Time happens all at once. Yeah. Wrap your head around that. I know. I (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, the the past, future and the past, present and future are all happening at the same time. If you think about it in terms of planning your next life, it almost has to be that way because you, if you didn't know what was going to happen here on earth, you know, you couldn't plan for yeah. what you wanted to do in that life. Right. But to get back to your, to your original question, you know, think of it in a planetary terms on this planet, time moves forward. You know, it's today, it's tomorrow, it's next week. Right. And a day takes 24 hours, but all of that is only on this planet because of the way we revolve around the sun and, you know, a day on Neptune is, I don't know, a hundred hours or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's just this planet where those things apply. So as Jasper always says, try think big, think big, you know, try to think in a universal terms where time has no meaning. Time as we know it on earth has no meaning in the universe. When you found Jasper and you were, you were introduced to him that day in that life regression, past life regressions session. Now, when you, do you have to meditate every time to find him or is he always present? Oh, he's always there. 
He's, oh. <laughs> he's always there. And I, you know, this is the thing that I try to, that I would like to teach people. They're always there. All you have to, you know, he'll sometimes he'll just play a song in my head, you know, that relates to whatever's happening. Or lately when I've been thinking about politics, he keeps playing little Richard singing, I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. I don't know if you know that old song. Oh, funny, yeah. But that's the attitude he wants me to take. Yeah, it's there. And I hear it knocking, you know, but don't let it, don't let it in because it, it, it's meaningless, you know. When you, so you don't have to meditate, you know, so if I'm sitting here, like after I, this whole, whatever, I've contacted you a couple of weeks ago and I, and so many things have come into my path that I've read a book similar, right? All these things looking at you and le- learning all this stuff. And I feel like I need to, <laughs> I'm closing, you know, doing my meditation and like, okay, where's my Jasper? Give me a clue. Yeah. How does that? Well, you're on the right path. You know, first you have to accept that they're there and allow them, allow yourself to believe that they're there and believe in them and trust in them. And sometimes it helps to, and not everybody has access to this. So I feel a little funny about saying it, but sometimes you need a psychic or a medium to say, okay, you know, this is your guide and this is the name. I mean, you can call them anything. They don't care what you call them. You know, Sylvia Brown changed the name on her um, guide because she didn't like the name she was given. So she just started calling her Francine. Oh, funny. So, and they, and they truly, they don't care what you call them. So if you just meditate and meditation is a great thing, even though I fought against it for a long time, it's a great right. thing. And it's, it's very, helps you connect. But if you just, while you're meditating, just think of, just ask for a name, you know, and, and any name that comes into your head, like the one I'm getting for you is Claire. Huh. I think Claire, Claire would be a good name for your guide. Okay. I, for some reason, I feel like a long time ago, we, I was, I did some past life regression or had some psychic. I don't know why that name rings a bell, but that's really funny. Huh? Yeah. Claire. Okay. Claire. Now mm-hmm. I can talk to Claire. You can talk to Claire. You can say anything you want. You know, they're very receptive to, to whatever you want to talk about. And then you'll think, oh, well, I used to think that was intuition, but actually it was Claire. Mm-hmm. When I, I really am working on intuition, I think that's partly why he came into my life and a few other people. But, you know, when you listen to that voice, you know, I always say to my, I have two daughters, 12 and 14, and I always, you know, listen to the voice, you know, there's some, a lot of things when you know that that little voice is always you know, going in your mind, yeah. what is it saying? You know, be aware, have an awareness. And I just think for now that you say Claire and I have a label, I think I just need, you know, it doesn't matter what you call it, like you said, but to just be, have that awareness that that yeah. is really what's going on in there. Yes, exactly. Oh. Exactly. Just be open to anything you hear. Right. Basically. And then it will just start flowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, oh. and you know, not everybody's going to get a relationship like I have with Jasper, but not everybody needs a relationship like I have with Jasper. Okay. So why do just, you think you need a relationship? With- I think because it came so late in life and I, you know, my background is Pennsylvania Dutch and they're just stubborn old Dutchmen. You know, they just, I just needed somebody to slap me around and say, this is what it is. This is what, this is what you need to do. This is how life is. This is how the universe functions. Hmm. And, and he was it. 
And to write all the, you have eight books. I mean, he wrote, and you never would have written a book, right? Up until 60? Never. And never had any intention to write a book, any kind of book. But then he said, you know, start out writing, write about your past lives. And that's what I did. The first one's all about past lives and how I met him. And and then it just went on from there. Everything he's been teaching me from, from then on. So you get on your computer and you start typing and it's Jasper coming through. Uh, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. And actually, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I still write with pen and paper. Oh, you do? Oh, <laughs> yeah, cool. I write it out. I write it out longhand. And then as I type it into the computer, then I kind of edit it as I go along. So it's kind of a huh. handy thing. You know, it, it takes longer, short sure, takes longer, but I'm in no rush. <laughs> I love the part what you describe. I think my listeners will get be fascinated over this. So we are talking about this pandemic that we're going through, that it was a must, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Will you okay, go into that? I want you to explain, you know, the age of Aquarius and Atlantis. I love that whole, the shift of what, because I, I never knew that before. That's so fascinating. Yeah, actually, he's been teaching me a lot about this recently. And I'd say in the last, well, since pandemic started, but. Atlantis was a real thing. It, you know, it's, it's, people say it wasn't, but it was. And it was in the um, fourth incarnation of the earth. Now the earth has had five so far. Okay. Reincarnates periodically, just like we do. Just to change, change the game, you know, make a new game board. Right. So um, Atlantis was the last incarnation of people that were directly connected to the other side. So you would come here and live an earth life, but you were so directly connected that the only difference was you were living in a physical body. You know, you Hmm. still had your, the abilities, you still had the connections, you still, so everybody got bored with that. So they decided to start a new game and they decided to play the new game. They needed a new game board. So that's when Atlantis was sunk and the, continents moved to where they are today and the Egyptians and the Mayans were the first civilizations. And then like an, they call it an amnesia veil fell. Right. So then you didn't remember being, you didn't remember your life on the other side and you didn't have the direct connection. So you had to learn how to be human basically to be human. So, and that's where we are in this game. Hmm. So this game has been going along, but, it's like in the last hundred years, we got stalled with racism and, you know, things that really are affecting the game in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So they decided, I should say we decided, because we decide when we're on the other side, right. that um, the game needed to change, but we didn't want to change the board particularly. So we just decided to shift the game a little bit and, and bring in the true age of Aquarius where we'll be more connected and be more spiritual. Most of us, some of us will still be playing the old game. Right. But for those of us who are aware and awake, we'll be playing the new game where we'll be more spiritually aware and bringing more spirituality into our day-to-day lives. Hmm. And that's what we all do. You know, you think of I'm 52 and, you know, and you think we all chose this time because we knew this was going to be a big shift. And we were all, there was something I was uh, listening to where where we have that we're like have higher, some people or the people that came to during this time have a higher consciousness 
So they're ready to go and they're like going to lead the pack kind of to that age of Aquarius. Is that a good way of saying it? That's right. And And that's why we came here. You know, people that are interested in this, like you are and like I am, many millions of people at this time to help this happen. Because otherwise, things would have just gone along as they were. And we just decided that enough was enough. You know, it was like, I've read that, or actually somebody told me that it was like, all this crap was in the sewers. And it all got pushed to the surface. And -hmm. that's what happened. All this crap got pushed to the surface. So we could finally look at it and say, we don't want that. We don't want to live that way. We don't want to think that way. So it provides contrast. You know, Abraham talks a lot about contrast. So what we're looking at is contrast. And it's up to us who are more aware to decide, we don't want to see that. We don't want to live like that. We need to move to a different era. We need to move into the age of Aquarius. And that's what's happening, basically. So, you know, people are worried, rightly so, about how things are going to turn out. And the pandemic seemed like it was a horrible thing. But really out of it is going to come the way things should be. And, hmm. and they keep saying, everything is just as it should be. Everything is right on track. There's no need to worry about it. There's no need to stare at it. Right. You know, I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. You right. just got to get that attitude and move forward. Yeah. What does the age of Aquarius look like? What does Jasper, does he tell you what it looks like? Or Well, <laughs> when he talks about it, he likes to dress up like a hippie and, and, you're probably not old enough to remember that all that hippie stuff, but you know, people wore flowers in their hair and and they were dancing in the open fields and it was all about love and flowers. And, and that's what it's supposed to be. You know, it's not supposed to be all this hatred and drudgery and, you know, life is supposed to be fun. You know, Abraham says that all the time. and, And this is recently, it occurred to me how right he is. You know, if you're happy, that's all you need to be. You know, it's about being happy. Right. I always say that. It's the first, I make the girls smile before they get out of bed because I said, (laughs) that's telling your brain that you're happy. Yeah, exactly. If you just figure out a way to get happy and that's all, that's, that's pretty much the life. I think that's like life should be happy. And if you're happy, your vibration is up and that's when you attract all these, then that's when you see the magic. So the uncover your magic was created without me knowing what magic really was. I mean, I knew what it was, but I kind of created the name. And now after this year of being in this podcast and meeting people like you, it's showing people that there's magic everywhere in everything. And now, you know, inside of you and to show people that that little voice is there's, you got to listen to that, you know, don't live in life where you're just this, you know, a zombie, you know, and you be aware, have an awareness. Oh, I just think that's amazing. But, um, when you first, because you grew up kind of religious, right? Yeah. With the church and everything, and you just yeah. wasn't fitting in your mind at all. No, no. And Go there. Okay. Well, when I, you know, as I look back, I can see how Jasper was prodding me without even me knowing he was there or, or existed. And, and, you know, it's just, I mean, it was a Protestant church. It wasn't really, you know, it wasn't heavy right. duty religion, but, you know, it just... After you, but I, I was very active, you know, choir every Sunday, you know, everything. But it just gets to the point where you think this just doesn't make sense to me. And then when I started to read more of, of um, 
Sylvia Brown's work, even though she was, she stayed very religious, you know, she still stepped outside of it enough to say, this isn't a be all end all, you know, it's, it's just not. And then after I did get to know Jasper and got to know, to understand what unconditional is, you know, unconditional is a very, it seems like an easy thing to understand, but it really isn't because it doesn't, just doesn't apply to love. It applies to everything. You know, you have to be unconditional about the way you look at people, you know, judging and he and I've gone round around about this. Judging is not a good thing, you know, it's you, and judging is being conditional. And in the law of attraction, especially if you are conditional and you say, well, yeah, I want that, but it has to come this way and it has to look like that. And it has to be right. this way. You know, you're never going to get it because you're making it conditional. Everything has to be unconditional. But in relation to the church, you know, when I would hear that God loved me unconditionally, but if I didn't do certain things, he was going to send me to hell anyway. Mm-hmm. That's not unconditional. You know, right. that's very conditional. So that was, that was like the final straw. That was the thing that made me think I had to do something else, you know, right. find something else. Huh. In one of your books where you sit on the, people tell you, try to ask you, how would you find your Claire or your Jasper? You said, talk, pictured sitting on a bench and just right. sit- yeah, right. I'd like to explain that. Well, that was an early exercise that Jasper gave me. And it was it was kind of like, it kind of worked well with meditation. If you could get yourself to a meditative state and picture yourself on, or you don't even have to get to a meditative state. Just picture yourself, if you're a beach person, you know, at a bench on the beach, you're looking out at the ocean and, you know, just concentrate on just being present in at the beach, on that bench, and then just let your mind wander and just see if somebody comes and sits down on the bench with you. And when I'm saying this, I don't know, actually know if this ever worked for anybody. I wish somebody would try it and then oh, tell funny. me, oh, yeah, it was oh, I'm going to try it. And see who sits on the bench with you and then, you know, see what they look like and see what their demeanor is. And, and you're certainly going to feel the unconditional love they have for you, you know, even though Jasper and I, go round and round sometimes. I know he loves me unconditionally. You know, mm-hmm. he just thinks I'm just an amazing person, even though he won't admit it. He thinks I'm just <laughs> amazing for even coming here and doing this, you know, right. he loves me unconditionally. So when you have that feeling, you know, you're never going to get bad feelings. You're never going to get, well, after you build a relationship like I have, you will get criticism sometimes, but, huh. but it's going to be positive criticism. It's not going to be anything negative. And then ask them their name or ask them, you know, if you have a question you want to ask them, ask them. And and I think if you do that over a course of time, you know, like the first day, don't expect that. Just be present on the beach, on the bench. Right. I think it will be very helpful to to bring your guide in. Huh. Did Jasper tell you it took you 60 years to finally listen to me? Like, was he sitting there going, hello? Oh, Did yes. He yes. was? Oh, my, yes. He used to say, he told me, you know, he used to stand outside my head and scream at me and I would just ignore him and do whatever I wanted to do. But, you know, finally, when you open up and let them in, then they don't have to scream anymore. You know, they can, they can talk to you in a, in a civil tone. Sometimes he talks in a civil tone. When he says that he was outside of your head, like, you know, screaming, and then finally you let him in. Is it just from that point on, it's just, there you go. 
now you'll hear me. Or do you sometimes at the beginning struggle to get him? Is he struggling to get in? Do you have to get this process where you get to know what that feels like or sounds like? Or how does Um, that work? Yeah, I think that that's a good way to describe it. You have to know the feeling of what it's like for him to be there because initially they'll be coming and going. But, you know, they're always there. It's you that, you know, your vibration isn't high enough to meet them. Right. If you can't contact them, it's not because they went anywhere. You know, they're always there. It's because you drop back down in your vibrational level and, and you're just not able to get to where they are right then. Yes, I am all about vibration. I mean, I've lived and breathed. I used to go, I lived in Seattle and went to see Sylvia Brown before, Mm. you know, like I was so into that. Mm -hmm. And then Abraham Hicks when I was in my 20s and 30s and, you know, kind of evolved. But now with this podcast and having interviewed a couple of channelers where they, you know, I've had where they talk to me like we are. And then they say, do you want to bring in, you know, Joshua was Gary and then the Mm. stream. Do you want to bring in the stream? And I said, okay. And then he does a little quiet thing. And then all of a sudden it comes out. That's not the same, is it? No, actually, Jasper, and I hate to say this, but I will, has told me that this, the relationship he and I have, and, and I know several other people that have this kind of relationship with their guides is the way of the future. It's the way of the age of Aquarius. Oh, you know, you're, you're going to be connected every day. You don't need to go into a trance. You don't need to have huh. a funny voice. You don't need to, you know, do that kind of things that Esther Hicks does down the road. You know, huh. they're here today because that's what people need to see. And that's what people need to hear. And of course they're giving out huge amounts of, of great wisdom, mm-hmm. but down the road, you're going to be so connected. You won't really, I mean, you're always going to want to hear what other people are saying, but you're going to be so connected to your own guide that that's going to be your prime focus. Huh? Because so now that I understand it more, because when you say your guide, it's really you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just Jasper is you. So he's, it's like you're a team. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. But he's the part of the team that is holding your life plan. So he can guide you. Okay. A certain Uh, amount. Of course, they can't tell you everything, but he can guide you toward what you wanted to, what you plan to do for this life, if you let them and if you listen. And there's, you know, when I look back over my life, I I did so many stupid things, you know, changing jobs when I shouldn't have and moving when I shouldn't have. And, but it was all for learning. But, you know, if I had been connected to him at the time, I wouldn't have done those things. Right. Because you have free will. That's the free will. Right. You always have free will. Right. So he could sit here. He sat here from birth to 60 with the life plan in his hand going, okay, I'm here. Yep. <laughs> you shouldn't be turning left. That's right. <laughs> but if you would listen, I'm telling you to turn right. Yep. Yep. Right? If, you, if you would just listen to me, he says that all the time. If you would just grow up and do what you're supposed to do. Huh. But we have a really good relationship. You know, I make fun of him and he makes fun of me, but you know, the relationship is just amazing. The when things you, we do together. When you, gosh, so when he's there and you don't listen to him and you take the left, but he really would have told you to take the right. Yeah. Are you, you're going to come back to that right at some point. Oh yeah. It's just, all, you have to detour a little right. bit to learn these things. Right. He likens it to, you know, if you're on the path, if you listen to me and stay on the path, you'll never have to go in the weeds, you know, right. but we choose to go in the weeds because we have free will. And because, you know, 
we think we we know better and we might learn something. And of course you learn something. You learn you shouldn't have gone in the weeds. Right. So if you'd have listened to your guide, you would have stayed on the straight and narrow. But does he teach you how to stay in a high vibration and tell you like you gotta keep happy and you know, that's how you're gonna be listening and doing the right thing, or you just always are connected? I would say, you know, there most of the time I don't know where he's stops and where I start anymore. You know, he's just huh. there all the time. Okay. But yeah, there certainly are times and I, and I describe this in the book where you fall into a hole. Right. And once you fall into the hole, you know, it's hard for them to contact you because there's no vibration in the hole. So, right. you know, he'll stand at the edge of the hole. I haven't done this for a long time and I take great pride in that. But when you know, when you're in the hole, he'll stand at the edge of the hole and say are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you ready to come back up here? You know, can we get on with this? Are you going to stay down there and sulk and be Mm -hmm. miserable? Or can, are you ready to come back? Cause he, he doesn't really care. You know, he'll wait forever on the edge of the hole. If I want to stay down in that hole, which is a lot, what a lot of people do. I know. Yeah. You know, I always talk about, you know, when you, there's peaks and valleys and we're human. So we're, you know, the contrast for, you know, all the stuff that we know And we have to experience a contrast in order to really get back and appreciate the other side of the mountain or whatever. Right. But, so living in a human body and choosing this life. And I know Jasper would never come as a human. He's always been on that side. So we really want to learn this 10% of this, whatever spirit, our soul, right. we crave the learning. Is that why right. we choose to come here? Because he would never want to. That's exactly right. It's not that we don't learn anything when we're on the other side, but we don't experience anything because you know everything, you know, and if you know everything, you can't experience what you can experience here. That's why we come here. And a a lot of people, I I don't know if it's Abraham that talks, I think it is, it talks about the leading edge. Yeah. You know, we come here to experience this, to expand the universe, because if we just stayed at home, the universe would just stay as, as it is. You know, we almost have to come here to do this because you just can't experience this. You can't make these mistakes. You can't, you know, do the stupid things that you do over there because you already know everything and time is flat. You know, it's already happened. Right. So in order for things to advance, we have to come here and do this. So with, with like speaking of my dad passing away or someone that has passed away and they went back and they connected with their Jasper and are some people thinking, you know, I'm just going to stay. I don't need to go back. I'm just going to stay like Jasper and we'll just stay as one and be a guide to everyone or just be some, like, are you just, what if you decide not to go back? Are you just kind of living a life in heaven with no contrast? Uh, I guess you could say that. Yeah. And, and there are some people that don't incarnate or don't incarnate very often they only incarnate when they see something really interesting that they want to do, like maybe 500 years or so. But, you know, I think I'm like a serial incarnator. Like I, <laughs> I come oh. here a lot because I, I like to do this. So some days I think, why am I doing this? Right. Like Jasper, you're so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. No, just when I think of the signs, you know, I always look at signs like numbers on a clock or, mm-hmm. you know, things that I'm, so trying to tap into Claire, <laughs> like, you know, I'm always talking, I, I go running in the morning and I see the owls and the, you know, any kind of sign. And I feel like 
I know that there, that is, you can like even how Esther talks, like, you know, the Cardinal and the, you know, her, all her signs that she's talks about, mm-hmm. but it's not that way with Jasper. The signs are from the people that have passed on, right? Those kind of signs are yes. But okay. I still feel that like when I look at a clock and it says 444, I still think, well, that, that's him. He's directing me to look at that so that I remember yes. my connection to him. But okay. uh, yeah, things like birds and coins and feathers, that's all from your dead people. It is. Yeah. Okay. And like when we found two pennies yesterday, Presley and I, and I, I said, oh, there's one for you and one for me. Like, what is that sign? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's just, and it's giving, it's you, it can be anything, right? You just yeah. you give it the meaning. Yeah, you do. But, you know, things like that, you know, you're, maybe your father left them there just so he could tell you he was thinking of you. And then when you see them, you think of him. So, you know, it's, it has a double purpose. Right. Oh gosh, you're going to make me cry. My other feeling when you were talking about, you know, it's life is a game, but it's also a good way to describe it is when you go to like Disneyland and you decide to go on all the rides or you decide to sit on the bench, right? Exactly. That's exactly that's right. What, why we're here. While we're here. And, and that's the reason a lot of us come back is because maybe Space Mountain was closed while we were there and, you know, we want to come back and do that. But that's, you know, a lot of people, and again, this is free will. It's always your choice. If you want to go to Disneyland and sit on the bench and watch everybody else have fun, hey, that's your choice entirely. It's, and I won't say that you wasted a life because you always learn something. Right. But, you know, people that come and go on all the rides and eat all the bad food. And, you know, those are the ones that really get the experience of what it was like to go to Disneyland. So when you go back home, you talk endlessly about how great it was to go to Disneyland and you can't wait to go back. And, and that's a, that's a pretty close comparison of what it's like to live and die. When you go back to the other side, you think, Oh, it was great. I did this. I did that. Even the horrible things in your life. You right. think, wow, look at what I learned from that. I want to go back and do it again. So then you make another plan and you come back. Oh my gosh. So you're not afraid of death. Not at all. Not and at all. were you before? Yeah, when I was, you know, when I was a religious person, of course, because you never know where you're going to go. Right. You know, there's no guarantees you're going going to heaven. But now that I know there there is no such thing as heaven or hell, you just go back home, essentially. Right. Sylvia always calling home. Right. Yeah, I have no fear of death. I mean, I want to stay here and learn as much as I can while I'm here this time right. so I don't have to do it again. Right. But yeah, there's no fear of death. When you, before, like your wife, is she tuned into you and you talked as Jasper? Are you guys all of a team too? Well, she has her own guide, of course. Okay. And, so uh, she's she, connected with her guide? Yeah. Not quite as much as I am because oh, I, wow. you know, I think about it all the time and I write books about it. Right. But um, the uh, person that painted this picture of Jasper that you see behind me is a young woman that, who is an amazingly psychically connected artist. And she can do that. She, if you tell her you would like a picture of your painting of your guide, oh, wow. she can do that. And at the same time, she'll channel a message from your guide. Huh. So um, she did my wife's, a portrait of her guide. Her name is Coco. And uh, she keeps it on her bedside table. And, you know, it's uh, just good to know she's there, you know. Right. Do you, but you don't share with each other. Like Jasper said this to me today and. Do you guys sit at dinner and talk about? Oh, what? yeah, all the time. Oh, you do? 
you know, he's such a big personality that, you know, you huh. can't keep him in his little box. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We always say, yeah, Jasper said this, Jasper said that, you know. Huh, fun. Well, I want to have dinner with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we lived closer. No, I just, you know, you think of, I look at mine, because as a mom with these, with my kids, like, you know, we all chose each other. I always, you know, we do our prayers in the morning. And we're thank you for this life and this family. And I know t- this time is so short. You know, as a human, you watch, yeah. as a mom, you watch these kids grow so fast and they get, it gets faster every year. And you just, you know, it's that such a peaceful feeling to get to where you are, you know, and mm-hmm. I am, I hope, I mean, not as I'm getting to know mine, but to have that feeling of, you know, this is just our, this is just a game and we mm-hmm. came here to learn and to really just be in a loving place and happy. And if people right. got that and know that even this pandemic is awful as it is, and that we're all, you know, affected by it, but to be in that place of, of course, your heart goes out to everyone that passed away, but in your mind, it's like, they're in a better place. And they chose to do that. You know, they chose that for this life. See, that's the part that I love is that, that piece of, yeah, yeah, that they chose that. Right. Yeah. That's on their plan. Right. What about when you are like, you want to make some money or does Jasper say like in business or selling books, does he help you? create money or abundance in that way, like financial? He can. He's a little, well, we just had this a few weeks ago. We had this little go around because uh, you can't see his picture so closely, but in his pocket is money. Right. I saw that. My money. Okay. (laughs) So, so yeah, he, well, he actually, he guided me to you and, and who knows what's going to come out of this. You know, somebody might hear it and buy some more books, but he says, well, first of all, I was close to going in the hole, but not really. And uh, he said, because I think should be happening faster than they should. Right. Be. So his answer to that, and he showed me this before, he has this huge table that's covered with watches and clocks. And then he takes this huge hammer and just smashes them all and says, that's what your timetable means. Your timetable means nothing. Okay. So I'm not supposed to worry about the time. So I don't. Right. And then. The other thing he does is um, he has a a standard lecture about how the inner workings of a clock, all the gears have to mesh together and all the cogs have to work together. And, you know, and until that happens, you know, there can't be any progress in the, so then I hear that lecture and then, you know, I have to be patient. Mm -hmm. Patience is a big thing. You know, you got to be patient. So, you know, I think Jules was a cog and you were a cog. So my cogs are starting to move and and line up. So yeah. And, and he'll, he'll bring things that, that maybe ordinarily I wouldn't think about or wouldn't see. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, I don't know if I wrote about this, but I think I did. He calls them guide goggles. You know, if you know what beer goggles are, right. You know, when you drink too much beer, Mm -hmm. you start to see things. Well, if you put on your (laughs) guide goggles, you know, and stop looking at reality as it is. Mm-hmm. And you can see a, a huge a choice of things that he can bring to you, but he can't, he'll bring them. But if you don't put on your guide goggles, you won't see them. Yes. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to look at things, you know, it's, it's like if somebody says, well, I want a million dollars and you win the lottery for a million dollars and you say, no, I don't want that. I want to inherit it from my rich grandfather. Well, 
you're an idiot. You know, <laughs> right. Right. one million dollars. How do you care what, how it gets there? Right. So that's what I'm trying to be. I don't care how it gets here. I know it's coming yes. and they'll just let it come. And I, I love that feeling. And it's such a peaceful, you know, surrender. And I, you know, trust, know yes. that it, have a knowing that it's all working out for you. Yeah. You know, everything yep. is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's all perfect. You yeah. know, all the things that we're going through now to get to the next level, the next dimension of the age of Aquarius. Yeah. You know, it's exciting that we're part of this transition, yeah. you know, looking at it as a transition for higher consciousness, you know, and growing and get to the dancing with the flower, like in the sixth, like the hippie. (laughs) That's now I'm going to visualize that. Yeah. Oh, funny. Oh, I love it. Oh gosh. See, it's coming to an hour and I have so many questions, but let's talk about your books and we have how we can get a hold of you. And if I've missed anything that you want to share, but I know your books are on Amazon. Yes. They're all on Amazon. My pen name is DL Klein. So they're all under D.L. Klein. My most recent one is called Simple Spirituality. And uh, I hope it points out that you don't have to, this isn't a special thing. Anybody can do this. Anybody can learn this. You just have to allow yourself to do it. And it doesn't take a lot of time out of your life either. It's it's pretty simple to do if you want to concentrate on it. Right. And the first book, Suddenly Psychic, yeah. when I was reading about that, it's just your whole story of how Jasper came in. Right. Okay. Right. It goes over the, my, I think nine of my lives that I, that we went through okay. huh. and then how Jasper appeared. Yeah. And then clearing the track. Clearing a track was about dealing with all the garbage that you're carrying with you, all the baggage. You know, he told me I had like a train, you know, cars long train full of baggage that I needed to deal with. So it was all about dealing with that. And the next one was just um, the College of Spiritual Knowledge, right? It was, it was like a compilation of the things that I had learned from him in that one. And then a matter of death and life, right? Then and there's uh, Guide Speak. I think was next. Uh, change a letter, oh, change, change your life. Change a letter, change your life. That was about. That is about the law of attraction. Okay. And what does uh, that mean? Change a letter. Well, you know, most of us say, "I believe," then I see. So if you change the T. And then to W, then it becomes, I believe, when I see. Did I say that right? No. No. You, it's like Wayne Dyer. I always say it's like when, yeah. you, when you believe it, you will see yeah. it. Right. Yes. Right. So if you, if you believe, then I see is not the way to live. You have to believe when I see. So you believe it and it'll, it'll appear. It'll, right. it'll happen. So that's what changing a letter means. That, that's what changing the letter means. Okay. Yeah. And then Guide Speak. Guide Speak was how to interact with your guides. A lot of stories about Jasper in there. And then... Uh, brand New Life, Brand New Key. Brand New Life, Brand New Key. That was that one was... Um, they'll tell you things a hundred different ways until you finally get it. Hmm. So, and that's why there's so many different people, you know, saying so many different things. Because certain people want, you know, like Abraham, certain people really get him. Other people don't. So they move on to somebody else. And and that's what that book is about. It's just Hmm. different ways of thinking about things. And then after that came Simple Spirituality. And then you're working on one now about Atlantis? About Atlantis. And this one's more like a novel because some of it is people are going to think it's unbelievable. But people that 
have an understanding will understand it. You know, so it's written in a, as a novel to kind of take the edge off of of the not believing part. Okay. Huh. So do you just see yourself just keep writing books and what do you vision yeah. yourself to be? Does Jasper give you a, what's the future for uh, you? Books, always books. This first book about Atlantis, there's actually three books in that series. Oh, wow. Um, so, and he told you that you don't, he yeah. just said there's three books we're going to yeah, write. You want to write three books about that. And then he told me how that, you know, they would be plotted out. Hmm. But in the future, I see doing workshops and teaching everything I've been learning and, you know, doing, po- I love doing podcasts. I would do them all the time and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you think what you're how old now? 60s in the late 60s? Oh, 68. 68. Okay. Yeah, but think like of that. that. But you know what I love <laughs> is that it's not about retiring and, you know, it's always growing. We still have that life plan to work on. It's oh, not yeah, just, absolutely. you know, and that you have these like, you know, and I'm going to go do these, you know, speaking and more books and it, you know, it just keeps you alive and, yeah. you know, young. So much to learn. There's always yeah. so much to learn. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you read books a lot or are you just mainly doing your I, own books? Yeah, and- I don't, I really don't have time. Huh. <laughs> I mean, you don't I, really have to. Jasper's really, enlightening your <laughs> But, you know, I like to hear what other people are saying too. You know, I like to, um, the guy that does the, oh gosh, he does meditation. He's like the meditation guru. Right. He's a chiropractor, I think. I can't even think of his name. Dr. Um, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I like to read what he says about meditation and how he does it. And I can't imagine having two hours a day to meditate, but I guess some people do. And, you know, that's right. great for them. And I read the book about tapping. Uh-huh. I think that's a great thing. I know there's so much more out there that I would like to learn if I just had time. <laughs> but then he, he smashes my watch so I, <laughs> I'm right exactly <laughs> oh thank you we're at an hour and i appreciate your time i looked okay. so forward to this talk this interview you've changed my life I'm so you really glad. have you thank have you and i hope to god that people listen to this and uh, does the same for them because you know whatever journey we're at you know there's so much more to get there you know there's so much more and yeah. instead of being in the place of you know, Groundhog Day (laughs) that so many people live in, right? Yes, right. You know, gosh, live like this. Like, I'm going to go find Claire. I'm on a mission. I'm going to (laughs) go sit on that bench. I'm going to, I am, now I have a name and it's almost like you're right. You don't, it doesn't even have to be that name, but if people could just start like putting a name to it or listening to what comes and what's the first thing, you know, I used to do these higher self visualizations and what would be the name that would come, you know, just and whatever came, right? Yeah, right. You just at that place where you just, but anyway, I love, yeah. I love this. You've, well, you have really taken me to the next level. <laughs> I'm glad. So, so grateful. Glad. So grateful. So until next time, until our part B, after we write the Atlantis books, or if you <laughs> have any, want to be on a podcast again, call, call me because I <laughs> sure. loved it. Okay. Loved it. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website 
Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, always look for the magic. <laughs>